0: Hello, everyone. This is JD with MTMV, and you're listening to the first ever episode of Victory Avenue, a podcast following the Dallas Mavericks as they just started their NBA season last night in Phoenix against the Suns. They lost that game 121 to 100, although it was much closer than that final score indicates. The Suns really got hot there in that fourth quarter towards the tail end, those last six minutes or so. Up until then, it was a pretty competitive game. We're going to be looking over how that game went for the Dallas Mavericks, Uh, rookie debut for Luka Doncic, Dennis Smith Jr. starting his sophomore season, and their big free agent signing, DeAndre Jordan, also playing his first game with the Dallas Mavericks in the regular season. So let's get to it. We're first going to discuss Dennis Smith Jr. He had himself... A uh, Pretty bad game, honestly. He played 27 minutes, scored 13 points on just 6 and 19 shooting, 1 of 4 from deep, didn't get to the free throw line at all. He did handle the ball well. He had 5 assists and just 1 turnover along with 3 steals. But his jump shot, it's still showing that he needs to, to put in a lot of work on it. This off season, he certainly spent time working on that jump shot, specifically on catch-and-shoot balls, anticipating getting a lot of passes from Doncic. But he just was unable to convert last night in Phoenix, struggling with his jumper. And as I mentioned, he didn't get to the free throw line at all. That was something that he said he wanted to focus on during this off season. He didn't get to the line very often last season, which is problematic for an athletic slasher like Smith, who's normally in the paint, playing a lot in there, driving to the basket. He needs to get better at drawing contact and getting to the free throw line uh, especially if his is going to be looking like this. If you're going to shoot 30% from the field and 25 from deep, you better hope that you're getting to the line often and making your free throws. So that's something that he'll need to progress on throughout this season. It was just opening night. There was a lot of new pieces in Dallas for this game. I'm sure it'll take some time for the chemistry to build and for everybody to sort of fall into rhythm. But a really shaky opening performance from Dennis Smith Jr. and Mavs fans are going to want to see him progress throughout this season after a pretty impressive rookie season after getting selected ninth overall by Dallas. Their rookie this year, though, Luka Doncic, drafted 3rd overall in that trade with Atlanta. That sent Trey Young to the Hawks, along with a future first-round pick. Luka Doncic coming in at 19, one of the most highly anticipated European prospects that the league has ever seen. Certainly the most accomplished for someone his age. He also struggled shooting he had 10 points in 31 minutes, just 5 of 16 from deep, of, or excuse me, 5 of 16 from the field, 0 of 5 from deep, and 0 of 2 from the free throw line. He did have eight rebounds, four assists, and four turnovers. Those turnover numbers I would expect go down throughout the year and seasons to come. He passes the ball a lot, likes to find the open shooter, and he tries to get flashy with it. Sometimes he dribbles too much. So those turnovers are going to be something that I think will be high throughout the entirety of a season. But when you're a rookie and you're coming in, this isn't a team that is expecting to make a deep run in the playoffs this year. You can live with that as long as he's learning from these mistakes. But unfortunately, the jump shot, those numbers are a little concerning for me after just one night. 5 of 16 from the field isn't good, and not hitting any three-pointers is problematic. If Doncic wants to have success in this league, he's going to be, need... To have success with that jumper, to keep defenders honest. He can't just be a flashy passer. He needs to be able to force defenders to guard him at the top of the key on those pick and rolls. The defense, if you're Doncic, you want them coming over that screen because they're afraid of you shooting that shot. That will allow you to get to the rim and find that open man like he prefers. But you need to be able to knock down those shots. If you want to have the um, facilitating opportunities that Doncic and the rest of the maths hope that he's able to create... His athleticism was something that was concerning coming in to the league. I didn't see too many weaknesses there. He does need to add a little bit more muscle to his body. Speed defensively is going to be problematic at times. But in terms of the open court on offense, he was able to beat people down the court. We saw him make a layup over Aiton in the third quarter on a fast break after getting a rebound. He's shown that offensively he can push it and be quick and fast and crafty with the basketball, which is really where you need him to be speedy. Obviously, defensively, you would like to have that speed, especially in the West when there are so many good uh, guards out there. They have him listed in the box score as a power forward. Um, That's where he started. Dennis Smith at the 1, Wesley at the 2, Dorian Finley-Smith over at the small forward spot, and then Doncic at the 4, DeAndre Jordan at the 5. Doncic may be listed right now as a power forward, but at the end of the day, He's a guard. He brings the ball up. He's a wing, um, and you need to be able to play perimeter defense out there, even if you are a 4 with all the switching that's going on, even if you want to make the argument that he actually will be a 4, you need to be able to play perimeter defense, and that'll be something that you want to see him progress throughout this season as he continues to get in shape and work on that body. He is just 19, and it may take a few years for us to really see what that full potential is, but he saw, we saw flashes of that ball handling, that I basketball IQ, his passing ability, that's right where everybody expected. He did finish with just four assists, but he certainly set up a lot more teammates than what the box score shows. That's something that you like to see that sort of what he's come in known for is able to translate to the NBA level, and you just have to hope those other aspects of his game are able to follow suit down the road. Another big addition to the Mavericks was the signing of DeAndre Jordan, He had himself a pretty good game in 30 minutes. He had 11 points along with 12 rebounds, a steal, and a block. He shot 5-9 from the field, pretty much right all underneath the rim. He had a decent game. He had a pretty bad second half. He, at halftime, I believe, had 10 points, uh, just made a free throw there in the second half. He's got to be more aggressive. Obviously, he's not having the ball in his hands a lot, so that may... Fall on the shoulders of some of the guards, not getting him the ball often enough, but there are also times where he did get the ball and just wasn't able to hold on to it. I noticed that his hands seemed to be a little off. he missed a few rebounds and balls off the glass that he should have been able to grab and throw back in for two points, but they would bounce off his hands he wouldn't able to collect them well. I don't know if that may have just been opening night jitters mixed with being on a new team, but it seemed like he wasn't able to get a good grasp of the basketball, and DeAndre is known for having some of the best hands in the league. He can catch pretty much anything you throw his way, but last night he seemed to struggle with it, and I just hope that that was more of a nerve thing and a chemistry issue that can be resolved later on down the road. I can't imagine that his hands got worse over the offseason. I don't even know how that would go about happening. Um, so hopefully that's something that he see, we see improvement from him throughout the course of this regular season. And the Mavs did lose, like I said, 121-100. to 100. Not the best score, but it was a close game. The Mavs had cut it down to single digits in the fourth quarter. But those last six minutes, Devin Booker scored 19 of his 34 30- Five points in the final 644 he was red hot he had I believe 30 up yep, 35 in the game he was making everything and he's just 21 years old I mean Devin Booker really is um gonna be a future star in this league his offensive skills are just off the charts and the Suns as a whole honestly shot really well it wasn't even just um Devin Booker, the entire Phoenix team, shot the ball extremely well. They went 19-34 from deep. That's a 56% clip, and honestly, that's not something that's going to happen every night. Trevor Reza isn't going to go 5-9. Devin Booker isn't going go to go 6-10 every night. TJ Warren won't go 3-4. Josh Jackson definitely won't go 3-4 from deep. So they just all seem to have a hot hand on opening night at home. It was a great performance by them, and you just sort of have to tip your cap. There wasn't much more I think that Dallas could have done to really get in the way of Phoenix. I do think that their perimeter defense is problematic. I think that's something that will be a trend throughout this whole season. I don't think they'll be allowing 19 three-pointers made on 56% shooting throughout the season. But their perimeter defense, I would say, is probably their weakest point on this roster. There are a lot of offensive-minded guards on this team, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, you think of offensive-minded guards, you can think of players like Stephen Curry, Kyrie Irving, Russell Westbrook. Those are all offensive-minded players, but they can still play good defense. The Mavs have offensive-minded players like Dennis Smith Jr., Luka Doncic, Devin Harris, J.J. Barea. Jalen Brunson played 20 minutes last night. Those are all offensive-minded guards who can't play defense right now. Uh, It's not even that they're just better at offense and defense. They really are just bad defenders. And so that's something that the Mavs will need to either solve in-house through practice and training or they're going to need to go out and pick up some better wing defenders because right now Wesley Matthews and Darian Finley-Smith are the only players who are even at, I would say, average defending levels for the perimeter. Harrison Barnes I would throw into there as well, but he's injured. He sat out last night, and he's someone that I think the Mavericks really missed. I think you could see it. They didn't have who will be their primary scoring option out on the court. I think that's something that will help prove their numbers. They only shot 30% from deep. 43 from the field overall. I think Harrison will help those numbers bump up a little bit and will allow for better defensive players coming off the bench once you move Dorian Finley-Smith back into a role-player position and Harrison Barnes back to the starting three spot. Barnes can guard... Basically two through four, and in a league of switching, that's going to be really helpful to have him back whenever they do. He suffered, I believe, a calf injury, if I'm not mistaken, in the preseason and hasn't played any preseason games. So hopefully that'll be someone who can come back soon and improve that perimeter defense. But if the Mavs are going to make any sort of move this season in terms of a trade or free agent signing, I would have to imagine their priority would be adding some more perimeter defense defense. Because they've shown a lot of weakness in that area last night, and I don't think that's going to be an anomaly. I think Phoenix shooting that well will be an anomaly, but I think that at the end of the year, Dallas could be in the bottom of three point defense, and it's because they're personnel just don't fit locking up the perimeter and in a league where three-pointers are encouraged for everybody to shoot you need to be able to have guys to try and close out get a hand up in a face and make those shots contested they did a decent job of that at times that there were moments where they got a hand up in the face of a phoenix suns player and he just happened to make a shot i think phoenix made a lot of good shots last night but there were also times where rotations were late Uh, They were backing up, giving too much space. They were going under on the pick and rolls. Those are issues that need to be fixed, and I don't see it happening in this season. So Dallas will have to really outscore teams. I don't think you're going to see a lot of low-scoring games against Dallas. I think there's going to be a bunch of shootouts, and you're just not going to be able to win a game in the NBA when you shoot 30% and the other team shooting 56 from three-point land. Hopefully they'll be able to sort of meet in the middle and close that gap a little bit so it's a little bit more even. But last night, that was really what did the Mavericks in, was allowing so many open three-pointers in that run that the Phoenix Suns had at the end of that fourth quarter. The Mavericks, it was, I would say, a disappointing opening night. Honestly, there were a lot of hopes, people thinking the Mavericks can be one of the teams that snag maybe an eighth seed or just fall short of it. I don't think they're a serious playoff threat to anybody, but this is a good young team, and I think we were hoping for a little bit more from them in their opening night, especially against a team like Phoenix. Devin Booker just coming off an injury. He hasn't played in a long time for him to go off for 35, allowing a rookie, DeAndre Ayton, to go off for 19 points. Trevor Ariza had a hot hand. I mean, it just you can go on and on about how many Phoenix players had good games, and if you're Dallas, having so many young stars like Donchitz and Dennis Smith, who you're expecting to make impacts this season, to see them struggle so much is a little concerning, but hopefully they'll be able to turn it around and have a good game on Saturday. They play next in Dallas against the Minnesota Timberwolves. They're having some turmoil of their own in Minnesota, so hopefully they'll be able to get a win and even up that record at 1-1. One I want to thank everybody for listening for this first episode of Victory Avenue. We'll be dropping a new podcast every Wednesday covering the Dallas Mavericks. Be sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Podcast Republic. You can listen to all sorts of our different programs covering MMA, NFL, NBA, baseball. You can find everything you like here on the My Team, My Voice podcasting network. So thank you again, and until next time, this is My Team, My Voice.